You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. What if I can't make a punny wedding hashtag out of my husband's last name? These are the things that keep me up at night. Who gives a fuck? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a, another episode of The Decent Show. I think this is like three in a row, so i uh, got the three-peat going on. Uh, Ryan Money joined by Reagan Horton. And speaking of three-peats, we are talking about basketball today, NBA free agency. Some might say more exciting than the season itself. And uh, Reagan, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm alright, yeah. Play a little hoops in the celebration of the episode. Um, Woo! Hoop. Yeah. Did you hoop on men? Uh, mostly men, yeah. Some old guys in there, you know, they're always calling that, that BS. Um, what BS? Just like, I don't know, back, like, like backcourt fa- and like, I don't know. Convenient uh, fouls. Three seconds or something, you know. I've never had that one called, but you know, ridiculous shit that no one really cares about. And did you get buckets? When's the last time you played basketball? Uh, it's been months. I don't know. I try not to play basketball as much as possible. Why? I don't know. It's just, it's always... It's always frustrating, right? It's always super frustrating and always leads to some sort of altercation. And then it's just... Uh, but it's never really a fight, so it's just even more frustrating. Because I'm like, why couldn't we have just fought if we're going to get this angry at each other? Was there an altercation tonight? Uh, no, but we only played one game. So, oh, okay. You know, gotta give it some time. Did y'all win? I won. Uh, Trevor was on the other team, so. <laughs> what about Jordan? Uh, he did not play. <laughs> How come? You don't play anymore? Uh, well, we all played 21 for a while, and then he was just like, I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. Oh, okay. Well, uh, free agency's been happening. I would say at this point, uh, I thought, oh, wow, I spiked hard there. Um, <laughs> I would say at this point, free agency's pretty much done. Um, everything beyond this point is going to be either a trade or, like, kind of minor moves for guys that matter less than some of the minor guys that have already signed to, uh, for example, the Knicks and the Lakers. I feel like they've had a ton of minor signings. Um, So I guess where do you want to start with this? Uh, I guess Kawhi. I feel like we'd have to start there. He goes to the Clippers. He joins their squad. (sighs) And Paul George somehow comes out of nowhere, gets him there. I've never heard of them ever wanting to play together. I mean, I guess Kawhi's, like, really quiet to begin with, but it's just, it's weird that it's just Paul is, like, out there with Kawhi all of a sudden. I know he, like, wanted to go to L.A., but it seemed like he had kind of given up on that, and it kind of just, why not just go to the Lakers, you know? Um, well, I guess he didn't want to play with LeBron. I mean, I honestly, I can't really blame him, but I just thought that, I don't know, I just thought because of my bias towards LeBron, I thought that that was, like, why that was like that. Yeah, and a couple of things based on like what you just said. Um, so back when Paul George was a free agent, you know, it, was he going to stay with the Thunder or was he going to go to the Lakers? And a lot of people just assumed he was going to the Lakers and then out of nowhere, well not out of nowhere, but surprisingly he re-signed for four years and didn't even take a meeting with the Lakers, like didn't even meet with them. So a lot of people were surprised by that, and I can you can attribute a lot of that to maybe the fact that he was happy in OKC, he liked the way he was being treated, him and Russ were friends, and the Lakers were super dysfunctional at the time, and now they've gotten better. Uh, still since, weird. Still weird, but they've gotten better. And then, based on what you said, why not just go to the Lakers instead of going to the Clippers with Kawhi? 
I, I kind of like we've talked about, a lot of people don't want to play with LeBron, but at the same time, I almost feel like LeBron would be better to, for Paul George to play with than Kawhi Leonard, only because LeBron can kind of act as the point guard and get Paul George open shots, and he can kind of have a, I don't know, more free reign with it, I guess. You know, he, you know, LeBron can let him create off the dribble if he wants to. If not, LeBron can you know, just find him for open shots. I feel like him and Kawhi almost play the exact same game. Um, they're both very crafty. They're not necessarily the fastest or the most explosive, but they're just very good at getting their shots. They know their spots on the floor, and they're both good at defense. And they can both hit, you know, mid-range and three-pointers and all that good stuff. So it's like, I don't know how that's going to work with them together, considering they play the same position. Yeah, that is, it's just weird. It's just very weird that it happened, and it's a weird just setup between the two of them. But it's awesome. I love that he went there. I like it better than either one of them going to the Lakers. I like it better in terms of uh, fairness and competition uh, amongst the league. But also, yeah, I was very surprised uh, that this happened because I, during this whole Kawhi thing, they've only focused on Kawhi. They hadn't talked about this Paul George trade. And he did his meetings in L.A., um, you know, obviously back-to-back for both teams. You know, he met with one and then the other. And I guess while he was there, he was in communication slash maybe met up in person with Paul George. And I guess during that time, they had this discussion of, hey, like, let's go to the Clippers together. And so I guess basically within that week, they talked, and Paul George went and talked to the Thunder, and they made it happen. And, the, the you know, uh, David Griffin talked a lot about it today on, I guess, like NBA TV, The Jump, or wherever. He was, he was all over the place today. Uh, but where I heard him talk about it, he said that, you know, the Thunder were basically pulled the trigger so quickly because this all happened like basically overnight for us, but really yeah. it was kind of in the works for a week. It was just kind of kept under wrap uh, was the fact that the Thunder were like, hey, you know, it didn't work out these last two years. We've been bounced in the first round. Um, he wants a trade. It's not like we're winning anyway, so we'll just do it. And, you know, they're obviously kind of doing... David Griffin made it sound like, you know, they got all they got all this stuff, you know, for Paul George. And it's like, he did the same thing for Anthony Davis. Yeah. So both... And he made it sound like he didn't, though, which I, I didn't... Like, the way he worded it was kind of weird. But basically, at the end of the day, the Pelicans and the Thunder were like, okay, like, if, we, if, if our star wants us to trade them when they have a year or two left on the contract, okay, like, we'll do it, but we're going to get everything that we want. And both teams got everything that they wanted. So I feel like it's a win-win... For all four teams in these situations, I feel like the Lakers came out with a W because God, they needed to redo their roster for LeBron, and then the Pelicans came out with a W for losing AD, and then same for Thunder and Clippers. You know, they get a ton of picks, decent players, but now they might trade Westbrook. So we're going to get into that in a second. But yeah, it's just it's funny to me. I loved how long he took to basically trade him to the Lakers because like it was just such a stubborn dick move. Like I just I really appreciate that. Can't really like understand how long it took the Pelicans to get eighty out of there. Oh yeah, because they knew they had all the power to an extent. I mean they couldn't wait much longer than this, but they you know they 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 got the deal done and they got a shit ton of stuff for it. They got Zion. They're gonna have like, they're gonna have Ball. They're gonna have Ingram. They're gonna have Redick. It's gonna be a really awesome team to watch. And other than uh, you know, just other than that, maybe a couple pieces, they're really close to getting, I think, a playoff team together. I don't think they'll probably make the playoffs this year because the West is so competitive. If it were the East, they probably make the playoffs, but they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. And then 
I don't know. Like, it's really frustrating for the th- like for me watching the Thunder just because I feel like they have so much potential and they've kind of squandered it the last two seasons. Yeah, I mean, to me, their biggest problem is that I, I, they've never had enough shooting. Shooting, yeah. They've never had enough of it. They, they have one or two guys, but they need basically three or four guys that can shoot. You know, Stephen Adams needs to be the one guy that can't shoot. The other three, outside of Westbrook, need to be able to hit the three ball. Yeah. Why can't they? I don't know. Why couldn't they have just gotten like Green and Reddick this off season? Yeah. Um, free agency, like. Well, or one of them. You know? Yeah, because Reddick like did them go to the really transform their team. Yeah, because Reddick did go to the Pelicans. Maybe they weren't aggressive enough, or maybe the the Pelicans had a better pick for Reddick. And then Green, I don't know. I feel like he seems like he wants to be on, I guess, a winning team because that's the only teams that he's played for really in the in the recent years is you know the Spurs, Raptors, and now the Lakers. Yeah. Um, so great pickup for the Lakers of all their like more low key guys. To me, that's one of their biggest pickups outside of maybe Demarcus Cousins, just because he has so much upside potential. Considering they're only paying him like four that or five would be million. So interesting to see. Yeah, I can't. I him and Anthony see. Davis reunited too. That's another super interesting thing because they actually played really well together. Everyone's like, yo, two big men on the same team. That's not the twin. T- it's not the twin towers of today. You know, the, you, Ralph the- Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon made it work, but. We don't play in that era anymore. There's no way they can make it work, and they did. Like they were really good together. Is there they beef didn't... there though? Because I real I remember they like they really dug it. Like they liked each other, but then like they, like they both left or they both tried to leave. I don't other. think there's beef because Demarcus only left uh, because the Pelicans kind of disrespected him. You know, I don't think he didn't leave because of Anthony Davis. He left because the Pelicans wouldn't pay him, mm-hmm. and the Warriors were going to pay him the same, if not more. And he's like, yeah, okay. And it sucks that he didn't get a championship and he played for the Warriors. Yeah, but... I mean, he got a lot of... We shouldn't get into that. There was a lot of bullshit going on in that finals. Yeah, so... uh, I don't think there shouldn't be beef between them because the reason that they separated isn't either one of their faults. It's more of circumstance and uh, general managers or or owners. Have you heard the, the new term for owners now is governors? Instead of owners, because it's like slave that's related. So fucking stupid. Yeah, Draymond Green was one of the biggest advocates of this, and somebody roasted him on Twitter because if you go to, they, he might have changed it by now, but if you go to Draymond Green's bio, it says he's the owner of like some business, like he owns his own business, and he calls himself the owner. And some, you know, some guy was like, "What the fuck, Draymond? Kind of a hypocrite, huh? Like you make everybody say governors, and you're calling yourself an owner." I don't. I... So anyway, I don't get like you own something, you're an owner. Like that's how the word works. That, that's yeah, that's where it <laughs> originates from Anglo-Saxon term. Yeah, yeah. But as uh, in the ab- <laughs> <laughs> the absence of color. <laughs> but um, kind of got off topic there. Yeah, what but were we talking about? <laughs> just just cousins and AD. I, I think that they played really well together, and like you said, um, whether they have beef or not, I don't think they will. And if Cousins is healthy, that just makes the Lakers even more dangerous now because they have two guys that previously played together, get along, and have good chemistry, and honestly are a force down low. Uh, because that's the other thing too is like one of them can post up their guy, and the other one can space the floor. And they can both do that. They can both dominate the post, and they can both hit the the deep mid-range to, to three-pointer. Yeah. So, and then same thing, LeBron's going to be throwing them lobs, he's going to be posting up himself and kicking it out to them, they're going to post it up and kick it out to him, and then they've actually got some shooters with Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Troy Daniels, who I don't know if he'll play, but he's a shooter, um, just guys like that. So, I mean, the Lakers, to me, 
if DeMarcus is healthy, to me the Lakers actually kind of look better than the Clippers. The Maybe. Lakers, I'd say the Lakers right now are probably the favorite. And yeah. uh, I, hate I hate it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Trying to be like as objective about this as possible. Um, what do you? Th- I mean, what do you think the the Clippers' chances are? I mean, their starting lineup's going to con- like their. I don't know if their starting lineup is, but let's just say that their lineup's going to consist of like Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, Montrezl Harrell, and Zubak on the bench. You know, Lou Williams and um, Landry Shamert or something like that. They've got they lost one of their bench guys that was good, but they've still got another one or two. Mm-hmm. So I mean. The Clippers, they, I mean, they, the West is so even now, it's great. It um, is. It's crazy. The West, yeah, the West has gotten better and more spread out. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, I don't want to talk about the Rockets because let's just ignore them. Um, yeah, yeah, let's do, well, I want to be professional. So ESPN and all the other professional media are ignoring the Rockets, so we should too. We heard a Sacramento shout out today. We did? Yeah, they were talking about... Yeah, I just, I mean, like, y'all are right on the cusp of the playoffs, I feel. Y'all, you guys, I'm talking about the Pelicans, and, like, the Sac- the Sacramento, like, I feel like they're right there as well. Like, it's really great to hear. So, like, they're still talking about them in reference to the playoffs, except for the Rockets, which means, like, every team except for the Suns, I, I think that's it, has been talked about. Yeah, the teams that have been talked about the least. Timberwolves, like, I guess. Oh, the Timberwolves. They are definitely, they've been talked about the very least, yeah. actually. They got so, my boy. They got t- my boy now. Who? Uh, Culver. Culver? Uh, from Texas Tech. Oh! They made a trade with the Suns, I guess. Okay, so... Okay, so that's the other thing. Me and my cousin were talking about this last night. Texas Tech went to the championship game, right? Yeah. I almost forgot that, by the way. I was like, yeah, they went deep. And my cousin's like, I'm pretty sure they were in the championship. And I go, no way! Bro, they were, at, they were there. Completely <laughs> forgot. Um, Three I remember away. watching the game. I just, I just forgot that they actually went. So anyway... Did any of their players get drafted, though? Obviously, Culvert did. Did Culver, anybody else yeah. get drafted? I got to look it up. There's a guy named Mooney on our team, as you know. He was nice. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, white boy with a nice jump shot. Yeah, he probably uh, didn't get drafted. If he did, he probably... Where did Culvert get drafted? Let me ask you that. Uh, the Suns. No, I'm uh, sorry. Like, what round, what pick, whatever. It was round one. It was top ten for sure. I want to say six to eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, he was real high. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Okay. And if we had won that game and he had scored, like, five more points, I bet he would have gone, like, top five, maybe even, like, in between the Duke guys. Because like, he, was re- he was the Big 12 player of the year, and he balled out, and then that championship game happened, and he kind of, I don't want to say he choked, but he didn't show up as much, which is why we lost, and he... Sort of hurt his re- his reputation a little bit, but yeah, he was he was a dominant force. Um, Do you know what he was traded for? Uh, I know the draft rights to two players. I don't know. They're okay, from college. So so I, it was all I, young guy. It was a young guy trade. Yeah, nobody. It, it, there was like a pick, and then I think uh, some young guy stuff. So okay, yeah. So he's going to the T Wolves. So which yeah, just, makes me mad because I'm sorry. I wish I I wish he had gone to the Suns because I feel like that would have been a better fit for him because they're more. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're they're closer to making the playoffs than the Wolves are. I feel like the Wolves are probably the farthest away team in maybe the whole league, if not the Western Conference. Yeah, they definitely fell off because they lost. I mean, they've lost Butler. Obviously, we've known that they lost D Rose. I forgot where he went to the Pistons. Yeah. Derek Rose signed with the Pistons, and then Cat and Wiggins. I mean, Cat's still solid, but he kind of gets less and less relevant. And Wiggins is to the point where he's lucky to be playing for anybody much less a starter. Yeah. And outside of that, they don't really have anybody anymore. They lost Todd Gibson to the Knicks. And then, 
Um, what a loss. Yeah, I remember the day the Knicks didn't get KD, they signed like four players at once, and like three of them were power forwards. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's just bomb as much as possible. Like that's what they're going for this next next season. The Knicks. Well, I mean, actually, they're just uh, they're kind of doing the best that they can, really, because they are messing up on the big free agents slash can't get big free agents to sign. So they're just signing pretty much anybody they can that's knows how to play basketball to a two year contract, and then they're just kind of hoping to make trades slash try for the next free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, but but what we were saying is uh, the Western Conference focus really quickly. The the teams that have been talked about the least are, have been the Timberwolves, yep. and then the Rockets, mm-hmm. and then the Suns, and then the Kings, and then everybody else has been mentioned somewhat frequently. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other teams in the West. I feel like we've named them all because I definitely have been forgetting the Timberwolves. Um, he was number six in the draft. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was almost top five, but. Um, that's how six works. Uh, anyway. Nice. Yeah, I felt like that was like the stupidest thing as soon as that came out of my mouth. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, like to answer your earlier question, I feel like the Clippers are right there. I don't, like right now, I got to say they're probably the second favorite because uh, I think the Warriors are still going to be really good. But I just feel like they're going to need a season to, to just like, I don't know, just to chill, I guess. Because they've had a deep run five years in a row one of their main guys, arguably their best player, overall player, uh, is like recovering from a serious injury um, because you know he de- he's he's more way more of a defender and he's you know talking about the Warriors. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yeah, and you know they've lost some pieces, but they got uh, dude. What is his name? Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, and that dude's balling out, especially last year. Yeah. Um, so that's like a great piece to add there. Uh, so I feel like they're going to be right there, but I don't think they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals just because I feel like they've just been burnt out and they're just tired, and I feel like they're going to need a season to recuperate, and we don't know how bad Clay's injury is. So right now I'll go with the Lakers, probably coming out of the West, which I fucking hate, and then I'll go Clippers second likely, which is awesome that their Clippers and Lakers actually have a rivalry now because yeah. they'll be super competitive. And honestly, like Kawhi... He got a lot of bullshit thrown his way in these finals, but he beat like better teams, in my opinion, to or or just as good or right there around his range to get to the finals. Like he beat the Sixers and he beat the Bucks, which I feel like are both teams that are sort of favored. In, and like, he was one shot away from not beating the Sixers. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Like yeah. he could he could beat the Lakers again, for sure. Um, I want to throw the Rockets in there. I know we're not allowed to talk about them um, because you know we're part of the nobody me- else. We're is. part of the media, uh, but yeah. yeah, I like the Rockets. To me, well, Lakers, get- Clippers, Rockets should be the top three in the West. After that, it's going to be followed by teams like Denver, Utah, Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's six teams right there to me that are better than the Warriors. So that would put the Warriors at the seventh or eighth seed, unless. D'Angelo and Steph Curry overperform, but still, I mean, the best I could see the Warriors doing is anywhere between four and six. Mm-hmm. I just don't see them being better than the Lakers, Clippers, and Rockets. Maybe they can outperform the Jazz, the Nuggets, or the Blazers, but still, that's six really solid teams. 
You got the Spurs, who are always solid, no matter who's on their roster. That's another team we haven't talked about. They'll be, just... a, they'll be a tough team to beat, but they'll be out of the first round. I still think they'll make the playoffs because they're think? Popovich. Yeah, you really think? See, I think I they'll be a seventh them... or eighth seed, and they'll give LeBron or Kawhi or whatever a real six, seven game series. Like it, but it, they'll lose. I don't think they're getting out of the first round. But they're just such a well. They're just always there, you know. Like they took the Nuggets to seven games. To me, it's going to be the Warriors, Spurs, Pelicans, Mavericks, and the Kings. And I guess you could throw the Suns in there, depending on how good they are, because they've made a couple of moves. Those teams are going to be fighting for that seventh, eighth seed, because to me, none of them are better than the other six that I've just listed. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, that's four or five teams fighting for two spots. Uh, now, granted, injury is always a factor, or chemistry. Um, you know, things might happen pre-All-Star break where things just aren't working out. And, for example, teams like Rockets or Portland or maybe even Denver, they're going to be like, yo, like, we're a playoff team, but things aren't working out as hope as, as we hoped. Mm-hmm. they got to make a trade uh, before the trade deadline or people get injured. So different things can happen, but just assuming everybody's healthy, to me that's kind of how the West is going to end up stacking up. And honestly... Uh, just like to reiterate, if like I, if the Clippers had picked up uh, either Danny Green or JJ Redick, like just a smaller piece, yeah, I would have favored them because I think it's that close, and they have a better organization and a better coach. Yep. So why not? Yeah, because uh, I feel like, and they have, they're just gonna have less chemistry issues because you're not gonna have any from Kawhi, and you're not gonna have any from Paul George anyway. Yeah, and Patrick Beverly, those two guys are like automatically nice gonna have guy the ball to his teammates. <laughs> So, yeah, like they're gonna have. They're gonna Patrick have Beverly doesn't demand the ball as a point guard. He's gonna let them to do whatever they want. Yeah. He's just gonna play hard. Exactly. And then Lou Williams is just a guy that's gonna come off the bench and get you twenty points. <laughs> exactly, and lock down that the six man of the year trophy again. Anyway, but like then the Lakers, I feel like they have. There's a lot of potential there for some animosity amongst them because yeah. Boogie's got an attitude. Rondo's. Got somewhat of an attitude. Like LeBron's, LeBron's got a big tough brand. to work with. Yeah, yeah. huge ego. Uh, I don't think Anthony Davis is like that either. But I mean, like just those guys. And there's r- still really not a good coaching situation there. Like I'm interested to see how that plays out with Vogel. It's like Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd and somebody else. Yeah, I don't get how that's going to work. Um, earlier, just like to reiterate, like to correct myself, they apparently traded before the draft even started. The Minnesota. Like traded their eleventh pick and Dario Saric to the to the Suns in exchange for the sixth pick in the draft. So they get that's good for the Suns. Yeah, good for yeah. them. Um, because that now they've got like Rubio and Booker. Um, I assuming they kept T.J. Warren. Saric would be their power forward now, and he's decent. He used to play for the Sixers before the Jimmy Butler trade, um, and then DeAndre Ayton at center. So now they've got a nice old team. Um, we'll see what happens. And I meant to say earlier, uh, you mentioned Lou Williams getting sixth man of the year. Somebody tweeted, um, "Yo, Kyle Kuzma about to lock up this sixth man of the year award." And Lou Williams responded to the tweet and was like, "LOL, okay, nice," or something like that. And I was like, "Yeah, dude." So Lou Williams is passionate about that award, uh, most bench points in NBA history. So nice. So like to, I guess to pivot out of the West. Yeah. Let's go uh, east. We're working still on the yeah the west. Uh, we're working on the <laughs> freaking the Westbrook where he's going. Okay, yeah. So probably Miami. Probably if at all. Do you think at all? Um, the it seems like he wants out. 
See, that's what I don't get either. They're talking about this trade, but I, I feel like they didn't say where it's coming from. Because the way they worded it, it almost sounds like... The, like, the way I saw it worded, it sounded like the Thunder, like, hey, since we traded Paul George and we got all this rebuilding stuff, why don't we just go ahead and trade Westbrook, too? Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like. I, I, but I don't know. So, did Westbrook want it? Does the team want it? Or is it both? Uh, I, th- yeah, I think they I think they both kind of want it, which is unfortunate because I feel like... I feel like they want it for him. I feel like they're, yeah, like... Because he's, like, su- he's got such diehard loyalty... But at the same time, he probably wants to leave slash be in a better situation. Mm-hmm. And maybe the Thunder recognize that. Same with Paul George. They're like, hey, like it's not working. We'll trade you. And maybe they're the same thing for Russell Westbrook. They're like, hey, man, you've been with us 11 years. You've yeah. blood, sweat, and tears. You've been nothing but loyal uh, to this city and to this team. And we're just we're going to rebuild. And you don't need to be a part of that. So we'll trade you. And you know they should trade him now because his value is just going to go down from here. It's only going to get worse, especially a player as explosive as him. The older he gets, he's going to drop in value a ton, especially since his jump shot has never been anything to write home about. Yeah, he needs to work on that. I I hope he gets that one day. And he can shoot. It's just so inconsistent, and whenever he's not hitting them, his solution is to not keep shooting. He just needs to (laughs) just take it inside or pass it. Um, But anyway, I think they should trade him, and I think they know that too because they're like, if we're going to rebuild... He's most valuable right now, so we can get the most stuff for him. Mm-hmm. The only thing, somebody on your video that you showed me, though, Miami's already got a couple of the Thunder picks, so they'd be, like, trading them back or mm-hmm. something of that nature that's kind of, like, a weird situation. And the Rockets are interested in him, but they, I think the Rockets are just doing that to stay relevant because, again, we can't... We, we have no way to do it. They said that we would have to involve a third team, apparently. What I'm pretty sure happened was is that the Clippers traded picks to the Thunder, and some of those picks were Miami's picks. So the Thunder already have Miami's picks, so what are they going to get from Miami? That would be a great fit for them. I think you should go. I think it's time to go. I think they both kind of won out, but they both kind of... It's just it's such a crappy way to end things. I just I really appreciate. I love watching him play because he's a fucking boss. Yeah. And uh, I wish he was less of an asshole off the court. Whatever, like I, I don't know. I don't have millions of dollars, so I don't really know if I can speak to having an ego and thinking that I should be treated better. But whatever. Yeah. Like he's he's treated shittily sometimes too, and I I appreciate him stepping out about that. Like fans yeah. and shit are like always messing with him, yeah. messing with him. He and normally I appreciate he gives that. it to the fans and the media that disrespect him. If he could just rein that back like fifty percent, because I feel like half of it is unwarranted. Half of it's just like. Yo, these guys are just in the locker room trying to do their job. Like, don't snap at them. Like, I know it's stupid ass questions, and it's annoying to have to answer questions right after you just lost or something. But it's just like, nah, dude. Like, you're you're just wasting your time. You know, like just chill out, stop snapping at people. But yeah, I love him, and I really wish um, it wasn't ending this way because he do- he has such loyalty to his team, and there's none of that in the league anymore. I feel like that died with Kobe. Yeah. Or Dirk. Or, or, or Dirk or Duncan. Like, yeah. I feel like it just died with those guys that have been playing for 20 years. Like, no one's no one's anywhere anymore. Like, it's it's weird to me that Kyrie was a Celtic still. And then it was weird now that he's going to be a net. Same thing with Durant. It's weird that he was playing for the Warriors. That never really felt like it was real. Yeah. Uh, kind of, I guess because I root for the Rockets, but it feels right to have Harden in Houston. But 
maybe that's just because everybody hates him and no one talks about him, so that just feels right to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he just fits right in with our culture. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, I just... I just don't... But you don't... We don't want to see him on the Thunder anymore if they're not going to be a contender. And... I don't want to see him, but I'd rather... What I would rather see, if, you, if you're, like, trying to pitch me a scenario where it's like, all right, he stays on the Thunder for 20 years, he wins one championship, and the rest of it they never make the playoffs or something, like something bad... Or he wins three championships with the Miami Heat or something. I would rather just see him stay in the Thunder and like bring that city a championship. Like that to me, like I would rather see that. Yeah. But it's well, just it's the the writing's on the wall. Like they're they gotta rebuild, they gotta start all over again. Like Katie leaving really after them up, like them not keeping Harden really after them up, like this whole Paul George thing pretty much finished it off and so they got to get rid of him. Uh yeah, I like how the Rockets are talking to him, but they're really not talking to him. Uh, yeah, maybe I they're just tired that. of the media never talking about him, so they got to throw their name in there now. Um, but I think it'd be a bad fit for him here. But I would love for them to do it because, uh, truth be told, I don't really think we're going to win the championship this next year. Why? Again, like I just—it's just a feeling. It's not warranted by anything. I just feel like the wheels are coming off on our current setup here because usually you only have because our team has been great, like great, really phenomenal. You know. I feel like there's an argument where the second best team in the league, even with the stacked ass uh, West. Warriors, yeah, and like we've done really well, but we've been, you know, only, these teams only have a good like a run like that for four or five years, you know, and then there's egos and money and just just age and just mileage on the body. I just I feel like it's sort of, you know, it's it's coming off. I just feel like that that it, it's the end of the era. But I don't want it to be, and I don't think there's any real evidence of that. Which is why it's kind of annoying the media isn't talking about it. But just as like a Houston fan, I can just say like I don't feel like we got it anymore. Uh, yeah, it's not like we have infinite time. Definitely, our time is very limited. I would say that this is probably our last good year. Yeah, for sure. Like this is going to be if we don't do it this year, then we're probably going to definitely we're going to scrap some players, trade, do whatever. Um, and the other thing I was going to say about Westbrook is, I mean, going to Miami makes a lot of sense for him and for Miami because uh, they were on the cusp of being a playoff team this past year. Uh, I guess their team's young enough slash kind of just had a weird... They have a weird cast of players and a weird age range, and they technically still have a championship coach in Eric Spolstra, and I guess they're just not interested in, in rebuilding right now slash maybe don't have the, the framework to rebuild. And so they went out and got Jimmy Butler. They're like, okay, cool. So now they're the cusp of a playoff team in the East. They're probably they a playoff add, team now. They add Jimmy Butler, they're probably a playoff team now. But are they a good playoff team? Probably not. They're probably going to be a 6-8 to eight seed still, give somebody a hard time in the first round, but ultimately get bounced. So if you add Westbrook to that, now all of a sudden they're maybe, still maybe 6 seed, but maybe now maybe a 5 or 4 seed, depending on how good the Pacers and the Celtics are. They might be able to outplay those teams. So it's so weird to talk about Westbrook as an MVP, like just a badass. He's he's got it all, but he really isn't a good fit for a lot of teams. Not when you, really. When you think about it, like he's I don't even know if he'd be a good fit for the Heat, just because. Well, I don't feel like him and Jimmy Butler would be a great fit fit for the Heat because I feel like they're both two like hotheads, and they're both that's not really going to mesh well. And I just don't feel... I feel like he needs to have a more complete situation around him. Because hmm. the, even with those two, 
they are just sort of they got rid of the dead they got rid of the dead weight of Whiteside, right? Yeah, they got rid of Whiteside. So, so I that's think, great. I think the Heat are maybe his best situation unless he goes somewhere like the Knicks where he's the only guy. Because the Heat now, like I get what you're saying. Him and Jimmy Butler are both very passionate. They've both been known to have their issues here and there. But at the same time, they might be the perfect fit for each other because based on what the media tells us, they're almost the exact same. They don't like any BS, and they're all about playing hard and winning. So maybe they'll see eye to eye and be the best fit possible for each other. And the rest of the team is just a bunch of scrappy guys that play hard. There's no significant names on the team. Uh, not Not that the guys are insignificant. They have good players, but nobody else is like... Um, has any uh, what is it star pool like they're, they're not trying to you know make media headlines they're not trying to pad their stats you know nobody else on there is like an all-star or MVP candidate so mm-hmm. Miami to me might be his best fit because I can't think of who else you know and any other team is going to be just the same as Miami if not worse in mm-hmm. terms of having Westbrook on their team but you know what I mean interesting, interesting fit uh, although I don't think it would work I would like to see him go to the Bucks. <laughs> Because they're already yeah. a pretty stacked team. They got pretty much everything. They've already got a pretty decent point guard. Yeah. But see, but what would they that would be a up? massive upgrade. They'd have to switch point guards. They'd, they and don't even have a point picks. guard. What do you mean? Who's their point guard? Isn't it? It's not Bledsoe anymore, is it? It's, oh, it is Bledsoe. Uh, is it still Bledsoe? Bledsoe? No, it's Bledsoe. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot. They lost Brogdon, but they didn't lose Bledsoe. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe not. the Unless they let Westbrook play shooting guard. Because actually, they had Bledsoe and Brogdon on the floor at the same time, and granted, Brogdon was unhealthy most of the year, so we didn't get to see a ton of it, but they could do Bledsoe, Westbrook, because Westbrook just played shooting guard in college. Just let him play shooting guard, and then let Bledsoe dip it, or dump it off to um, freaking Antetokounmpo no. or Westbrook and just play some triangle or something. The only thing is, though, is they might have to trade Bledsoe. They'd have to trade somebody, Yeah. and so they're not going to trade Giannis. So next best bet is going to be people like Bledsoe or they just re-signed Middleton. I doubt they want to get rid of him. I, yeah, I'm just like, I'm reaching in the air. There's no, that's not going to happen. It'll be... Maybe Toronto. It'll be probably the Heat. Toronto should try to get him. Don't want to see him go to Toronto. Why? I don't think that would be a good fit. I don't know. I, I just, I don't think Depends that, on who they trade. Yeah. Reunite him with Ibaka. No, let, let me rephrase <laughs> that. That would probably be a decent fit. I just, I'd rather, you know what I'd actually like really want to see? I want to see a finals <laughs> where KD plays Westbrook. I think that'd be the sickest shit in the world, yeah. dude. I'd yeah. freaking love that. Because everybody in the league like loves each other now. I'd love to see these guys go at each other who probably don't like, like each other. other. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But see, yeah, but now that the, I think he really hated him because he left for the Warriors. But now that he doesn't play on the Warriors anymore, do you think maybe some of that beef has died down? Or do no, you think it's still relevant? I think it's still relevant because they, they talk about it on First Take all the time of how, like, when Skip Bayless left the show, the first thing he did was call Stephen A. Smith and was like, yo, I'm not going to be on the show anymore. I got this better offer on FS1. And then Stephen A. always talk, brings that up. He's like, like, that's your man. That's your, like, that's your boy. He lets you know first thing. Katie never talked to Westbrook at all before he left the Thunder, and I feel like that's always been like some beef between. Okay, them. no, that's good then. Uh, hopefully it does. Yeah, so hopefully and the only way that could happen is if Westbrook Stays stayed in, the, in West. the West. But Eastern Conference Finals matchup would be great. Any playoff round with them two in it would be great. I mean, even if it was a first round matchup, I'd love to see it. Yeah, but like I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to the Heat for the reason we mentioned because it just doesn't seem like the Heat 
either have pieces or have oh, yeah, yeah. just interest. Like, they just don't seem like they're ready to ramp up to a superstar team, you know, have all these pieces in, in play. I think he's going to go to a team much like Kawhi that we're just not even thinking about. You know, yeah. it was all Lakers or Raptors, and then Kawhi goes to the Clippers. I think it's going to be just the randomest team ever, and we'll go like, oh, that's pretty good, actually. And they might not even be able to, to trade him until the trade deadline that just too. because uh, I just, where is, you know, where could he go? Um a lot of people think not maybe a lot the, of people, maybe the Spurs. I, I've seen some jokes. That would be dope. Um, not really. I don't want the Spurs to be good again. I'd be I'd be torn on that one. Uh, I'm always torn. on It'd Be the Spurs. dope for him, but like, I'm always torn on the Spurs because I don't like the Spurs because they're you know they're in Texas and they're like the Rockets' rival. Yeah, and everybody who roots for them is just a piece of garbage. Yes, uh, but I at the same time I I kind of like Tim Duncan and I kind of like Popovich because he's so sarcastic and mean to the oh, media. Yeah. I have, a ton, of, I have a ton of respect for them. If they weren't in, like, I know they can't be because they're so close, but if they weren't in our division or conference, I would support them. Yeah, It's just the fact that they're so close to us. But, yeah, they're, I respect the hell out of their franchise. They've, they're just a staple of excellence. I mean, really, their biggest hiccup was whatever the hell they did to Kawhi to make him want to get traded. Yeah, um, Still never really fully understood that. But, yeah. um, you know, it worked out for the best for Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, let's go to the East. So they, Let's go to the East. The East we, has been pretty crazy. We got the Nets. Uh, they got KD and Kyrie. Pretty nuts for them, although this year really not going to matter. Yeah, I really... I forget, too. They had to... Why did, who did they have to trade? They had to, Who did they trade to get? Did they trade to get KD? They did. I think they did a sign-and-trade with Sign-and-trade with D'Angelo, with D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Yeah. But what did they get in return? They got rid of D'Angelo, and what'd they get? Maybe it wasn't a signing trade. Maybe they just got rid of him to clear some cap room, honestly. It was a signing trade. Or, well. Both those guys were free agents, though. Like I don't think they... I think they just had to get rid of that space against their cap, honestly. Or maybe they made... It was some other team that didn't really get anything out of it, but it was just like a way to clear money. Um, but yeah, they got like a really nice team now, but unfortunately, KD's out for the next year. Uh, I think Kobe's like the quickest person to recover from that injury and it was like 260 days or something so he's not going to be back until beginning of playoffs maybe you know end of playoffs maybe like it's going to be a long time and then they're going to have chemistry things and even with kd and Kyrie, i still think they need like just a little something around them to balance things out like they need they need pieces like green and Reddick and uh, I always forget who plays for the Bucks. Who's like a good shooter now? Um, Middleton. Middleton. Yeah. Yeah. They need someone like that, I think, and then they'd have like a really solid rounded team. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, on the flip side of that, uh, the Knicks got no one after all the hype. After all the, we need all these people, and like it was seemed like it was inevitable that the. Knicks were going to get KD and Kyrie. Like, we had heard that for the longest time. They but apparently up, they didn't want to offer him a max contract. Uh, which is weird because I think it's stupid, but it's not super stupid because he, we don't know how he's going to be after that Achilles injury. You know what's really stupid? What? The fact that Google can't get me updated anything. Like, I literally typed in Nets current roster. First picture comes up, D'Angelo Russell. No, it's not. <laughs> but they got DeAndre Jordan on here. But they don't have K- KD or Kyrie on here. Like, That's... I don't understand that. And then I'm like, I'm looking up all this stuff. The most recent articles I can find are five to eight days old. Everything's changed since then. Yeah, I, this stupid. is like the fucking Google's making me look stupid on our own show. 
<sighs> Bro, can't have that. Um, so, real quick, though. D'Angelo, I wish that they could have kept D'Angelo, because I feel like that's kind of, like, even though him and Kyrie are both, like, ball-dominant guards, I just feel like he's one of the pieces that they could use to yeah. get over the hump. Yeah. Um, but I guess they couldn't afford to pay all of them. But, I mean, they have... Kyrie, uh, hopefully KD comes back healthy. This this upcoming season, yeah, they'll be lucky to to be in the playoffs. And they'll probably be kind of the same team that they were this past year. They were a sixth seed. It'll, be, ama- it'll be amazing if KD comes back and everything just immediately goes off without a hitch. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Probably. No. Um, but they still got... Uh, they, they re-signed Spencer Dimwitty, backup point guard. He's been nice for them. Uh, they got Karis LeVert, uh, who's also been nice for them. Two guys that I've never heard of before before except for playing on the nets and they've always been good for them uh jared allen's their power forward center who had that nasty block on lebron earlier mm. uh they got deandre jordan uh they got tiaran prince from he originally played for the hawks i think they got him from somewhere else though i forget where he was playing at um and they just got a couple other no-namers here but deandre jordan right yeah i just said him like is he washed up uh no uh, he played actually pretty good for the Knicks, but they like screwed that up too. He like they screwed him over. They didn't want to. I don't think they wanted to pay him. Yeah, and I think that that's like kind of the talks of why uh, KD didn't go to the Knicks. Yeah, because they screwed his friend over. Yeah, I guess they're no. Like, that actually that was part of it. And I remember I think First Take made a big deal about that. They're like, Yo, you're trying to get KD. He's friends with DeAndre Jordan. Who's you a have good player. DeAndre. He's, he's a good player. You have him. And you disrespect him, but you still want KD to come. It's like if you took care of his friend and recruited him, there's a good chance he comes. But you screwed it. You screw it up, and you lose both of them. Yeah. And they both go to your neighbor in the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Literally makes no sense. So yeah, the Knicks like, yeah, screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, but I would say that he's on the downslide. But at the same time, he he has the you know the easiest job, not the easiest job, but I mean all he's going to do is set picks and run to the rim. Yeah. He's gonna block people, you know. His he's always been athletic. Uh, his height's not going anywhere. And as far as I can tell, I mean, I could be way off here, but I don't think he has a bad um, injury record. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. he's not injured that often. I, I've never heard or seen yeah. him miss significant games or seasons due to injuries. Yeah. So he's always been relatively healthy. So I, I and if he's friends with K, uh, granted, KD's not playing. If he's friends with KD though, that just helps chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 76ers got arguably better. Yeah, arguably weird, better. Yeah, weird. a lot, of people, of, a lot Butler. of people think they're the favorites in the East and that they're amazing. And I just, I don't want to make any as strong assumptions like that until I see them play because to me, they're just way too big. Yeah, they're a weird lineup. They have uh, a huge Horford, lineup. Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and... Josh Richardson from Josh the Miami Richardson. Heat. Okay. That's He's their shortest lineup. player, by the way. He's like six four to six five, maybe. Yeah. Everybody else is six eight plus. Like Tobias Harris is six eight. Ben Simmons is like six ten. Al Horford's like six eleven plus, and Joel Embiid's like seven foot plus. That'll be a catch twenty two of like, they'll be hard to guard, but will they be able to guard anyone? It, With that much size and slowness. Oh, see, I was thinking the well, actually, yeah, you're right. The slowness. I was gonna say that. Yeah, because even if they protect the paint, are they going to be able to run out to the three-point line? So if they're going against a team that's got good shooting, they might get torn apart because mm-hmm. of slowness. Yeah. But if they're just going against a team that you know kind of relies on inside scoring, you're never going to score inside on them because yeah. they've got huge players, and they can switch with anybody. They can do any switch. 
because height's never going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But um, offense, to me, is going to be their biggest issue is because, yeah, they might be able to post a bunch of people up, but three-point line, you know, they're going to have a harder time hiding Ben Simmons in their offense because everybody else is just as tall as him, and they're going to shoot better than him, but how much better? They're really going to miss Redick, I feel like. They're going to miss Redick a lot. A, a lot of people have been lot. saying that. Yeah, he's a great piece. Um yeah, I hope he gets a good jump shot this year. Uh, I'm kind of tired of seeing him struggle with that. I'm hoping him like he oh gets... Simmons, Simmons, not yeah. Redick. Yeah, Redick's like all jump body. shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really hoping Yao Ming gets some height this year. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. really lacking in that. No, I really hope Simmons gets a jump shot this year. I feel like he could probably be an MVP like candidate uh, if he just got that jump shot together, and they would be definitely the favorite if he had a jump shot. Uh, to me, it's probably still the Bucks, um, just because they got so close. And I feel like Giannis... Do you think the Raptors are out of the playoffs now? No. No. It's the East. No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, name me eight teams that are better than them. All right. So, Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, I guess not the Wizards, even though they should be. <laughs> um, Heat, yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Nets, maybe the Pistons. No. Um, I can't even think of the other teams in the East. Uh, I mean, not the Hornets. Not the Hornets. Not the Bulls. Not yep. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So you can't like they're yeah. going to be in the playoffs for sure. Playoffs, I mean, yeah. Marcus is going to be slow, and that's going to really hurt them. The Magic are another team. That, the Magic made the playoffs, and they've actually gotten better slash stayed the same. Okay, I still just think that they're. Just, they're just too good to not make the playoffs. Yes. In the Eastern Conference. Of course. Uh, they might have some competition, might lose in the first round. I don't think they're a contender to go to the finals, for sure. No, I think they could... Uh, to me, they're going to be a four-seater lower. I don't see them being... Oh, yeah, they'll, be, yeah, they'll yeah. be low. Low. Uh, low. <laughs> they'll be low. I kind of forgot about the Celtics because they got rid of Kyrie, and I kind of feel like that just made them, like... And Horford, and I feel like they just got... And Terry Rozier. I feel like they got significantly worse because of that. But yeah. they added Kimba Walker. They add anybody else, or is that it? As far as I know, they only added Kimba, but they could still have a lineup of Kimba, Hayward, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, and then they have Ennis Cantor. That was the other person they added. Ennis Cantor. Uh, they re-signed Daniel Tice. I think they still have Marcus Smart. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know... Who else is on the team slash if they made any other moves? Still a decent team, though, considering it's the East. And you got to assume that Kimba's going to ball out. Hopefully he'll be happier about a new situation slash being on a, a playoff team now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully Hayward just continues to get better. They, they kind of he gets back to where he was before the injury. Yeah. And they kind of blame him. Person. They blame him for some of the Celtics' problems. Uh, because... Yeah. Um, they said that their chemistry for the Celtics really went to shit whenever he came back because uh, a lot of the guys felt that they were playing favorites towards him because he played for Butler, which was the coach, mm-hmm. uh, as the team that Brad, the college that Brad Stevens coached previously. He mm-hmm. actually coached Gordon Hayward at Butler, I believe. Yeah, and so they just felt that they favored him, and considering he wasn't completely healthy. Slash back to his old self. They were giving him the ball too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Apparently Kyrie slash other guys had a problem with that. So that might... I don't know if that's going to be a factor this year. Hopefully not. Hopefully he plays well and Tatum and Brown continue to get better. Um, I feel like even with that, they're not going to be that good, honestly. But in the East, they'll be... 
Probably oh, better than the Raptors. I'm just talking about contenders. Like contenders, contenders probably me, it's, not. It's a two horse race in the East. It's almost switched from the West to the East because I feel like the West was a two horse race, Warriors pretty Rockets. much one, yeah. um, most of those years. But now it's there's it could be really anybody. Like those first six teams in the West, pretty much any of them got a chance to go all the way, and it really wouldn't be shocking. And then now in the East, I feel like it's all Bucks, all 76ers. I'm hoping the Bucks make it. Uh, I they're like probably the second team I root for the most in the NBA. Like, but it's a pretty big drop off after the Rockets. But yeah, I still like them. I like Antetokounmpo, um, but I I am kind of worried for him that if he has another great season like last year and he kind of loses and doesn't get to the finals, I think there's going to be sort of a lot of criticism coming his way. And I feel the same way for the 76ers. I feel like they're both. They're not like they haven't like failed forever, but it's just it's like, dude, get your crap together, you know, like you you need to get out of the out of the East. Yeah. If you're having all this hype and talent and you're winning all these games and everybody's talking about you during the regular season. Yeah. And I think yeah, in the East this season it's probably gonna come down to Sixers Bucks and I think that uh I mean the media harps on it so much and you know these guys are they listen. Um I'm pretty sure because they've shown clips of like Ben Simmons shooting three pointers and warm ups yeah. and stuff, and obviously he, it looks awful. He might make a couple, but the fact that he's attempting them a ton in warm ups probably tells you that he's practicing them a ton, you know, at practice. Which God, he should be because it's the one thing he can't do is shoot. So, and kind of the same with Giannis, he shoots way better than Ben does, but he's really not a shooter. And he, he got he kind of three if he's not a granted, jumper. Yeah. And it was a close series with the Raptors, but you know they the Bucks were favorited and they lost. Wait, no, sorry, Am I, I'm saying that wrong. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even that close of a series with the Raptors. Actually, I mean the Bucks were favorited and they lost in six games. Yeah, they lost they, on their home court. They lost four games in a row. Yeah, they lost four games in a row. So they figured them out. They, exactly, they got exposed, and so you know Giannis uh, after winning the MVP slash having the work ethic that he's always had, you know he's going to be in the gym this summer fixing every single thing that went wrong uh, in that Raptor series, and he's going to probably come back better than his MVP season if I had to guess. Now, granted, I don't know if he'll repeat MVP just because that award is so stupid, but I can get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it or revamp it or redo it or whatever. Like, make new awards, like best offensive player. Don't do it after the fucking season's over when nobody cares anymore. Get rid of the stupid NBA award show. It's ridiculous. Dude, it's 2019. You're telling me you can't tally up votes in a day? Yeah. Just tally up some votes in a day. And then just announce it, like, the day before the playoffs or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I forget. Anyway, so... Or even just do it, I don't know, it doesn't matter. So, you know he's going to be working hard to fix everything that went wrong in that series, and I think that he'll have probably a better season than his MVP season, and if he if he statistically doesn't, he's going to shoot better, um, probably for sure. And yeah, it's going to come down to Buck Sixers, and it's basically just going to come down to whoever made the most progress slash has the best chemistry. Now, on paper, the Sixers technically have the, the better, I guess, roster, but in terms of like chemistry and fit, I give it to the Bucks, and obviously the Bucks have already proven it because they've already had a 60-win season with the team that they have. Because uh, even though they lost Brogdon, they pretty much got that season without him because he was injured for most of it, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody says he's so good or something. Like they say he's such a good addition to that team, and he was out that whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know he's probably going to be a good addition to the Pacers, who 
I don't know, look decent if Oladipo comes back, you know, like he was when he got injured. Sabonis keeps getting better for him. They have Brogdon, so as long as he stays healthy, that's a great piece to go with Oladipo. He's a very good point guard for Oladipo because he doesn't mind playing off ball. Uh, Brogdon is who I'm talking about there. And then Miles Turner keeps getting better. Um, but then after that, they definitely fall off. Like the next guy listed is Edmund Summer. I don't even know who that is. And then Doug McDermott, who's never... He's always been a discount J.J. Reddick slash Kyle Korver, but he's never been nearly as good as either one of those guys. Um, and then he just goes downhill from there. And they actually, I mentioned T.J. Warren earlier for the Suns. It looks like he's on the Pacers now, but he's listed towards the bottom, so I don't know if he's become that big of a piece of garbage or what. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's definitely going to come down to Sixers bucks. Um, the Nets, I like their future. It really sucks that KD had this Achilles injury because yeah. now that he's not on the Warriors, I like KD again. And so I'm really excited to see him and Kyrie play together in the Nets, and we have to wait probably a whole nother year after this upcoming one to just, see him play just together. To see it happen, yeah. And who knows if Kyrie's going to stay healthy? I mean, he's had knee problems his whole career. Yeah, knee problems nonstop. Had him with all throughout the Celtics tenure as well. Yeah, um, I just think overall, like I'm like, with the exception of I wish the Lakers were worse because I hate LeBron, but yeah. other than that, I would say. I'm pretty excited for this next season because it seems like the talent is so spread out. It just seems like it's going to be such a fun like it's just going to be see it's just going to be fun to see the whole season and the playoffs because there're going to be teams like the Pelicans and uh you know maybe even Sacramento, maybe the Heat that don't maybe don't even make the playoffs, but they're just really fun to watch. There's yeah. just a lot of cool stuff going on over there, but like even when we get to the playoffs, I, I still feel like it wouldn't be that big of a upset to see the top one any of the top four teams in the East come out and go to the finals, and any of the top six, maybe seven-ish teams in the West go to the finals because yeah. of how even things are. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, hopefully, hopefully everything does play out evenly, too. I really hope nobody just runs away with it right from the get-go. Like, hopefully we're not predicting who's going to win the title in November, December. Um, yeah. And I, I'm going to just kind of go over some of these tweets that I liked way back when they were happening. Um, Seth Curry uh, went from the Blazers to the Mavericks. He signed with them in free agency for four years, $32 million. Uh, so that's a big pickup for the Mavericks. Uh, kind of a big loss for the Blazers because uh, Seth Curry actually had some pretty big shots, pretty big games uh, during their playoff run this past year. Yeah. And he was a great addition off their bench. Uh, somebody that can shoot, you know, handle the ball, all that good stuff. They couldn't pay him when they were paying the highest paid player in the year. Oh, in the NBA. Oh, Damian, Damian Lillard? Yeah. yeah. Or, or he's like almost or something. He's really... It's like $50 million a year, right? Uh, Yeah, basically. He's getting like four or five years, $196 million, and on the final year of that deal, he'll get $50 million, and basically $40 million every year before that. Um, Wesley Matthews has agreed to a deal with the Bucks, so it looks like he went from the Pacers to the Bucks. So big pickup for the Bucks, big loss for the Pacers just because he's a... Good three and D shooting guard, um, mm-hmm. so something that the Bucks could always use uh, with, you know, Giannis and Bledsoe, um, and then, oh, yeah, same tweet twice, yeah. So Seth Curry was previously on the Mavericks too, so he's going back. Great. Uh, Frank Kaminsky is going from the Hornets to the Suns. Uh, I guess kind of a decent pickup for the Suns, backup center to Aiton. Uh, Cantor to the Celtics for two years, ten million. Um, 
Another loss for the Blazers. Um, they but they oh, now they have Cantor, huh? huh? They had Cantor, huh? That's what. Yeah, Blazers had Cantor. Yeah, I forgot who he was. And he played hard in the playoffs whenever Nurkic went down. Um, so, but they've basically replaced him with when Nurkic gets healthy, he'll be back, obviously. And he's been good for them. And now they have Whiteside, which I feel like Whiteside has such an ego that he's not going to want to play behind Cantor, or he's not going to want to play behind Nurkic, and they're both way too big to play him at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how that's going to work. That'll be interesting. The Mavericks will also be interesting to watch this year. Yeah, another team that hasn't really been talked about, considering they've got Donkic, Donkic, Donchich, Porzingis, Seth Curry. Um, I got a couple other people too, and I'm drawing a blank, but those are the main ones. They re-signed Dwight Powell, who's been nice and up and coming for them. But yeah, uh, it'll be interesting as long as the Rockets are better than all of them. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Uh, so Clay Thompson got his extension with the Warriors. Kimball Walker is going to the Celtics. We've talked about that. Uh, and then Nikola Vucevic for the Magic. He got, I guess, his extension, so he'll be staying. And I know the Magic, I think, re-signed Terrence Ross. I don't know if they actually signed anybody new, so it sounds like they just kept everybody. And then uh, Harrison Barnes uh, signed a either signed with the Kings or got an extension with the Kings. Uh, for four years, $88 million, and I think somebody tweeted that his agent deserves a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> because he keeps getting these big contracts post-Warriors, and he hasn't been relevant since he left the Warriors. Because he wow. played for the Warriors before KD, and once they got KD, they basically dropped his ass, and I think he got a big, con- he got a big contract with like the Mavericks, and I guess he's played out that contract because it's been four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's got a new four-year deal with the Kings. So, man's getting paid, but he hasn't been relevant. And then, I guess we forgot to mention that Iguodala went to the Grizzlies, which isn't really... Iguodala and Corver are expected to get... Now, they're not on the same team, but they're both expected to get bought out, which is means they're going to be free agents, basically. Oh, really? Which is concerning, because they're going to go to teams like the Lakers, and uh, maybe the Clippers, and maybe uh, maybe not the Warriors, I guess, because Iguodala had to leave the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. The Nets. You know, I don't know. They're going to go somewhere. They're going to go somewhere where they're going to make that team better. Yes. If that's the case, I hope it's just not the Lakers. Um, yeah. Honestly, Iguodala, I feel like he's on his last legs. I don't think he's got a ton He's 35-plus. Yeah, he's, he's an old guy. Like, I, I don't... Even if he went to the Lakers, I don't know if I'd be that upset. As far as... You're talking about Jared Culver? Is that what you're talking about? I said Kyle Corver. Kyle, Kyle Corver. Oh, crap. He's he's also expected He's to get probably going to get bought out. I think he's still stuck on the Cavs. Uh, Cavs are in heavy rebuilds, so yeah, they don't need guys like Kyle Corver and Kevin Love. Um, I've heard... <laughs> wow. Ke- yeah, they kept Kevin Love this season. They've though. had him, yeah. And I've, uh, I've heard his name tossed around a lot, so I think... At some point, he's not going to be on the Cavs this upcoming season, whether it's before the season starts or halfway through the season or whatever. I feel like Kevin Love is going to end up somewhere. Well, they need to get another player out there. LeBron needs to play with at least two Hall of Famers at all times. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, that'd be interesting if he just stayed with the Cavs and retired there or whatever. They said they're going to retire Katie's jersey in uh, the Warriors, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like they're... It almost seems like they're kind of just trying to put to bed all these rumors and things that we know are true that they had beef behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, that just I heard he so didn't like forced. Steve Kerr. I heard that he didn't... He Like, not only did he not... he So, him and Draymond openly basically didn't like each other. We all know that. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it mentioned by multiple sources on ESPN. Like, they've covered it, so it seems credible. 
that you know he didn't like being in Steph Curry's shadow. And now I'm hearing from like the jump, Rachel Nichols, that he didn't like slash get along with Steve Kerr. And honestly, it just seems like he's kind of just a prick. Honestly, it just seems like he just is impossible to work with. Let's get to that point. Because what are you gonna be? Is he gonna be mad at the Nets coach? I don't know his name. Is he gonna Kenny be Atkinson? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Phyllis Diller, and he's gonna be <laughs> mad at like being Kyrie's shadow or something. Like Thank what? Like seriously, what if Kyrie has? He was almost MVP a couple years ago. Uh, what if he has another amazing season? Doesn't get hurt. Is he? And then he has to come back in playoffs, and he's like, "Oh man!" Like, well, seriously. not to mention that Kyrie's had locker room problems with the Celtics, so and technically the Cavs. So, yeah. like now they're together. Are they going to be best buds because they're both had the same problems, or are they both going to be a problem, or one or the other? But yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And it's so tough too because I love the way both of them play. Like I'm big fans of both of them as uh, players. Uh, but the more, and that's the other thing too, is we don't know, the media prize so much mm-hmm. to where these guys can't have a private life. And so oh, yeah. I know that's rough, having everybody in your business at all times, judging you, critiquing you. So there, there's no way I can understand what that feels like. But at the same time, like you just said, they both kind of seem like pricks. <clears throat> yeah. But and I don't if, I were the, if I were them, I'd be a fucking asshole because I'm an asshole right now and I don't even have their life. Talent, money, yeah, all that. I don't <laughs> fame, yeah, I don't have any of that. So, Successful. Yeah, thank you. But, uh, uh, <laughs> hi, I'm, my name's George Casanza. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. I, what do you think I am? I think I'm pretty much like you. Only successful. successful. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I just, uh, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but if you just like really pay attention, it, it does sort of seem like the media is... It, it, it is very like manipulative of facts and things because I, this is the only example I can think of off the top of my head. But Kyrie hit the game-winning shot with less than a minute to go in the 2016 NBA Finals. Easily the biggest play of the finals. Easily the biggest play. It's never talked about. The only thing that's shown is LeBron's block, which is a great play, but it's not hitting a three-pointer in the reigning two-time reigning MVP unanimous. MVP's face to go ahead in the game. But that's the only thing they show. So, I'm just saying that there's stuff like that. I can't name other things, but there's just stuff like that where they never really... They show you what they want to show you. Yeah. So, I'm kind of wondering, is there more beef with the Warriors? that They're just not... They're like, well, this is our... You know, we're ESPN. We need to be showing these games. People want to see this. Or is there not that much? And they're just blowing it out of proportion because, you know, drama sells. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we've mentioned it before. I don't know if we've mentioned it on air, but you and I have talked about how, like David West, former Warrior, said that there's going to be a thirty for thirty on all this Can't freaking wait. All this shit that's <laughs> happened in the Warriors franchise, because obviously there's going to be a thirty for thirty on the Warriors anyway. Oh yeah, their dynasty, uh, and that's I'm assuming that same thirty for thirty is going to cover all the drama, all the bullshit, all the stuff that we just didn't know about. Because I mean, I learned a lot from that Bad Boys documentary. Yeah, you know, so I assume I assume that the you know the Warriors is going to be the same kind of documentary. You're just going to be like, wow, like you you see the stuff on the surface, but then to learn the finer details, it's very eye opening, and it's just like, man, how did we not know that this was going on behind closed doors? But to, be, yeah, there'll be something on it because uh, there's that Bad Boys documentary. There's one about Jordan that kind of covers. His sort of dynasty. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Jordan, but there's stuff on his dynasty and him when he went to go play baseball. That's a 30 for 30. And I think there's a 30 for 30 on Kobe and Shaq's Lakers. So, like... There's that, one on Penny and Shaq. I don't know if there's, there's one. on Penny and Shaq. Then the, the, but there's other stuff on Penny... There's other stuff on Shaq and Kobe, and there's... 
they, they've covered every major dynasty in basketball, so it just makes sense that there's going to be an NBA TV, a 30 for 30, something on it. Yeah. And I literally cannot wait. I think it's going to be so epic. I think so, too. <laughs> and to kind of go back to how we originally got on this topic, the retiring of KD's jersey, you know... And the I, retiring Iguodala's jersey, by the way. Which they should. He was yes. the finals MVP of their first championship, and he was always loyal. Uh, I don't think he ever wanted to leave. You know, he just was part of that D'Angelo trade somehow, which still doesn't make any sense to me because <laughs> how does he end up in Memphis? And then they're going to wave him. Well, I mean, I get out. that they're going to wave him or buy him out, but I mean, I just don't get how he ended up in Memphis for D'Angelo going to the Warriors. Like, how does that put Iguodala in Memphis? Like, <laughs> basically. It There's put another in, team in there somewhere. Yeah, they, well, yeah, and then they had to unload. They unloaded him so they could afford D'Angelo, basically. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's always been loyal to them. Uh, so, yeah, he deserves to have his jersey hung in the Raptors. He's not going to get hung anywhere else because Philly forgot about him by now. Because that's where he was in his prime, was in Philly. Yeah. Uh, with yep. the other AI, Allen Iverson. So, um Back to KD though. So I feel like they're like I think you mentioned it. They're just trying to save face. Uh, they feel like that they know that they didn't have a good relationship with KD. They kind of botched his I guess keeping him because they wanted to keep him mm-hmm. because if they kept him, they'd be relevant still. Um, so they wanted to keep him, but they just obviously couldn't because they they could have offered him more money than the Nets did, and he just straight up went to the Nets. Um, so. Mm-hmm. I think they're again just saving face. They're like, "Hey, like we appreciate and understand." Could they have even with signing Clay to the max? That might. Have been I an issue. I do because yeah, I could be wrong, but I swear I heard a media person say they're like, "Yeah, they wanted to keep KD. They offered him the same, if not more, money, but he straight up went to the Nets because mm-hmm. he didn't like playing for the Warriors." That makes sense. I mean, that's another I, thing when you think about the Warriors is they've been relevant for ten years. So yeah, they're really. I mean, how many how many jerseys are really hanging in their rafters right now? They're gonna but they're gonna retire close. Curry and Thompson easily. Uh, they're probably gonna retire green. if they've eh, maybe they've mentioned Iguodala, so they'll probably retire him. Uh, and then KD, like I said, like they're just saving face, and they're like, uh, and one of the owners said it too. He's like, no one will ever wear the number because I didn't even hear that they were gonna retire his jersey. I just know that the owner had tweeted or said that no one will wear the number 35 for as long as I'm the owner of this team, which I think it's a co-ownership, so mm-hmm. one of the owners said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I mean, why not retire his jersey? Because the Thunder aren't going to do it, and yeah. he's a two-time champion, two-time finals MVP for them, so it's not like he doesn't have the resume stats to be retired there. But I, if I know, based on the way the situation played out, I feel like KD could give a shit less either way. True. And I don't know if he has a say in that. You know, maybe they're like, "Hey, KD, we're going to retire no. your jersey to the Raptors." Be like, "No, I'm good." I feel like you do have a say in that. I mean, that I, I feel like he would. Um, as we sort of like close things out here, um, let me just ask you this: Do you think that they like tomorrow Westbrook goes to whatever? Do they retire his jersey at any point? Do they retire his jersey in OKC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, definitely. Because well, again, there's no one there. There's no one there, and uh, he Literally, did he did he did nothing one. wrong. He did nothing wrong, and uh, even if he asked to leave, I think everybody understands it's well deserved. Eleven years of hard work won them an MVP. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, won them an MVP and kept them relevant pretty much all eleven years. You know, went to the finals once, obviously, and showed up in those finals. Yeah. So yeah, he's very deserving of that. Um, the other thing is. If he doesn't go, let's say he stays in OKC, are they a playoff team? In the West, 
They'd be fighting for that 7-8 seed, too, you They'd think? be fighting for that 7-8 seed with maybe someone like Dallas, uh, maybe someone like Sacramento. Um, not the Pelicans, well, I don't think. Spurs, Warriors, Pelicans. Spurs would be in there, too. They'd be fighting with them because they're such a scrappy team, and they're not really that good, honestly. And they got a lot worse this season already, and they're not going to be better for a while. So that's why I really hope he's out of there. I hope he's out of there, but if they do keep him, I hope they rebuild fast enough to where he doesn't have to wait. Because I want to see him get a ring as of right now because I just I love the way he plays basketball, and I, I like his loyalty. Rookie of the year predictions? Uh, what, Zion, Culver, R.J. Barrett, John Morat? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, Zion's already... The, he's obviously he's the favorite. He's the most hyped, Is but... He? He's been injured in his one and only game. Well, what I'm <laughs> saying is he's the favorite slash most hyped, but I'm not going to pick him because of the injuries. I'm not either because I feel like the manager came on national television to save face and say, yeah, we just want to make sure we're all right for the regular season. I feel like that injury was a lot more serious, and I feel like he literally can't play the rest of the summer league, and they're just trying to divert from that. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of happened with Duke, though. He had that tweak, and... Yeah, he did. They... Like held him out longer than they could have just because they're trying to you know save his NBA career. Well, I, I don't know. They're trying to save him for the tournament too. Well, um, yeah, that's what it was. But I'm gonna pick my boy Jared Culver. I mean, why okay. not? He's playing with a bunch of garbage around him. So on the T Wolves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he's not gonna get a ton of spotlight, but I think he's a solid player, and I think he his game translates. It comes down to statistics because Trey Young was in the Rookie of the Year race, and the Hawks sucked. He was their only player really, besides John Collins. Yeah. That's he true. didn't win it, but he was second. He was, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, Colbert could stand out. I'm going to go with John Morant. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, That's a risky call because I don't think... I think him and Zion have the same problem in opposite directions. How so? I feel like Zion... They both have a problem with weight and size. I feel like Zion is too heavy or too just You think Jaw's too thin? I think Jaw's like too... I don't know. Just the way I look at him, maybe he doesn't look that different. He's lengthy. He is, but he's like very scrawny. Yeah. And for every KD, there's, you know... Guys that are Joe, too thin. Joe Blow that doesn't yeah. make it, you know. I don't know. I'm gonna the only reason why I'm going with him is just because he seems really driven. Um and he's actually got a nice little young team around him. He's got other young guys that are pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly, even though Iggy probably doesn't want to stay there, the Grizzlies could benefit from having such a experienced veteran in their locker room if they could hold on to Iggy. Um I don't expect them to, but if they did, that would only help out Ja and those other young guys. Uh, so I'm just going to go with him. If My second guess would have been Barrett, though, just because he's going to get all the spotlight on the Barrett, Knicks. Yeah. yeah, he's going to get all the spotlight on the Knicks. He's going to get all the playing time. Um, but I'm just going to go with Ja just because, I don't know, I like him. Let me ask you one last question as we, uh, as we sort of close out here. Where does, where does Vince Carter go? He's a free agent, right? Yeah. Shit, man. Come to Houston. I'll take him. Like, we probably can't afford him, but, like, we could use him. He can hit the three ball like a motherfucker, dude. Have you? He can shoot, dude. Every time I've He's ever such watched... A defensive liability. We don't play defense anyway. Every time... Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, wait, we're great. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I yeah. forgot. We're I don't know. Dan Tony's our coach. That's um, right. <laughs> so... I don't know. Every time I've ever watched him play a game, whether it's against the Rockets or I just happen to watch whatever game yeah, he's, he's on, dude, hooping. he's out there hooping, dude. <laughs> he's out there draining threes. I remember, I think it was like a Hawks game when he was playing for the Hawks. Um, and I think it was against the Rockets. He had like checked into the game. 
I might have been at the game. I don't even remember. I just remember him hitting three or four threes in a row. Damn. Like, in a row. And I was like, somebody lock him down. Like, hand it. And they're all open. Everyone's like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's Vince Carter. It's like, dude, the guy's been playing 40 years. He can shoot. Like, yeah. And he can still dunk. Yeah. Um, it's wild. So, anyway, I'd be down to have him on the Rockets. But in terms of realistic where he would go, it's, to me, going to be Lakers, Clippers, Heat. Maybe Sixers. Oh, maybe that's the thing. He's been going to crappy teams as of late. Because I guess championship teams don't want a forty-one-year-old. But no, it won't be the Mavericks. Won't be the Hawks. Won't be the why? Because he's already gone there. I'm just trying to oh. play the numbers. Maybe go back there. Maybe the Grizzlies. Maybe the Knicks. I guess he can go to the Knicks. Yeah, I'd say I'll just go Knicks or Heat. I can't pick every team. What do you think? I don't care. That's what I want. I just wanted to bring it up just because I feel like just retire, dude. I feel the same way about you as you're a nicer guy and I root for you a little bit more, but you're I feel the same way about you as I did Carmelo and it's just it's You think over. Carmelo's coming back this year? No, it's over for him. He's too out of shape. He's too not good. I mean I haven't seen him, but I mean I'm just guessing that the intensity of the NBA cannot be matched for a year, you know. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's out of shape. He was kind of washed up at the point he was at. I don't know. Just like both those players, I've achieved nothing in my life, right? So what do I have to say about it? But they, them, I feel like y'all, y'all kind of just, you know, y'all kind of just dicked around your whole career and never really, like, y'all never really did anything, you know? Y'all never were a part of any championship team. Yeah. So I know. <laughs> I just, it, or even in a contender, really. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Lakers have any money anymore, but they were rumored to take to, him. To take him, but... I don't know if, if it's he's just, that good of a shooter. That'd be a good fit. Yeah, but that's I don't know if that's just the media saying that. I don't know if the Lakers have actually said that. You know, they got but, other guys playing defense. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know, but I'd be interested to see if Carmelo comes back this year because he hasn't announced his retirement. Uh, the only player that's apparently announced their retirement that I've seen is uh, Pacers point guard Darren Collison, who retired at the age of 31, uh, which is what made them go out and get Brogdon. Yeah. Uh, which is so random. Weird. I don't that get why weird. he did that. I wonder if he was just like, yo, I'm tired of practicing. I got enough money saved up. Like, fuck it. Which I don't blame him because now he's got his entire 30s to enjoy his millions of dollars that he hopefully saved up. If not, sucks to suck because he's not going to be able to come back once he retires. No, definitely not. Um, so. All right, well, uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, I was going to say if you wanted to do – I mean – we. I know we've already talked about it, but let's just talk about the Rockets really quickly. Okay. Where do you see them ending up? Let's let's. let's I'm just going to assume their roster is not going to change. Okay. Because I just don't see how it can. I feel like Westbrook's going to get traded somewhere else before they do a three-team trade with us. Mm-hmm. Because to do a three a three-team trade, I feel like all it's doing is helping us out. So that means the Thunder and the third team probably aren't getting nearly as much as we are. And we don't make moves like that. Yeah, not I really. Just, not, I mean, Harden was a free agent, right? Or did we trade for him? I can't remember. I think it was either it was like a free agency trade deal because we lost uh, Kevin Martin for him. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. I, uh, barring no changes in the roster, um, bounce in the second round. What seed? What seed? Are Roughly, we? yeah. To get bounced in the second. Does that mean we're like a four seed? Like we have home court in the first round, but then lose in the second round to the one seed, or what? Yeah, fourth or fifth seed. I think we'll be really competitive. Um, 
shout out to Jacob for always sending. I hope he sends me another one of those SpongeBob memes where he says, "You want to see me drop? Uh, you want to see me uh, sweep the Jazz again? You want to see me do it again or whatever?" Yeah, uh, I think we beat someone like the Jazz. Someone you know uh, that's just not that good. We haven't talked about them. Let's talk about them real quick. They got Conley. They got Bojan Bogdanovic. They still got Donovan Mitchell. I believe they lost Derek Favors, but they to the Pelicans. But they still have Rudy Gobert. And probably Joe Ingles and whoever the hell else. I they're mean, a scrappy team. I don't think they're great though. I don't think they're better than. I don't think they're better than the Rockets, Lakers, Clippers, Denver, the Warriors. I don't think they're beating any five, any of those five teams. Okay, so interesting. Um, they're they're a good team, but I'm I'm not saying they're going to get swept again. I, I would love to see that. Well, those the two those two pickups, Conley and Bogdanovich, make them significantly better unless Bogdanovich underperforms and Conley is too old. old and injured. Exactly. Yeah. I, I do worry that he's too old at this point. But they could they could very unlikely. I'd give it like a five percent chance they could be like this year's Denver Nuggets. And they got rid of Rubio. Yeah, I I kind of like that though. I, I don't think he no, that's a good thing. Is yeah, what I'm I saying. don't think yeah. he needs to be there. Uh, they could be this year's Denver Nuggets. They could like overperform, work super hard, have great chemistry. Nothing really sexy about them. They have like a great big man, and they get the one seed. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be bounced in the first round by someone like the Rockets, and I think the Rockets are going to run into the Lakers or Clippers, who I think are going to be the one and two seed, and then God. they're losing. Because those are, I, it's so crazy to think that both those teams, the Lakers and the Clippers, like, not their dynasties, but, like, their teams are new teams. Yeah. Like, literally, who is it? Um, Kuzma is, like, one of the oldest Lakers. Yeah. And he's only been in the league three years, or mm-hmm. some shit like that, three or four. So, their team is, like, brand spanking new. Um, same with the Clippers. Their team is essentially brand new, like, they just got Zubak. You know, Beverly hasn't been there long, and then they signed Paul George and, um, you know, Kawhi. So, and they're going to be great, you know. Yeah, to think that they're going to be that great. Probably. Probably. I could see... I have more faith in the Clippers than I do the Lakers, and I think we've you've already said that, or we've both already said that, but the Lakers have signed enough people to where they're... If they're not good, like, holy shit. Like, that's going to be really... Because that, that's going to oh, be yeah. so exciting to follow, because, dude, drama's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you bet there's going to be some drama, because... That's just going to blow up in everyone's face. And then where does AD go next year? Yeah, if they're not good, who knows? Um, the Celtic? No, he's not, he'd never want to go to the Celtics. I forgot this. He refused. What about uh, what about you? Where do you see them going? Where do you see the Rockets ending this year? I want to say... Conference Finals. If our, if our roster is the same and these chemistry issues are supposedly bullshit because they keep the media keeps harping on whenever they do talk about us, they talk about Chris Paul being overpaid and too old, and that James Harden sucking at sharing the ball and and, and chemistry issues. And so, let's say, and then other people are like, "Hey, no, these chemistry issues are bullshit." So if they are bullshit, and that we do get along, and we're the same team, and we're motivated, and we know that this is our year to do it, because the Lakers and Clippers are only going to get better, mm-hmm. and the Warriors are technically eventually going to get better once they get Clay Thompson back, that we need to do it now. So, I'm going to go with top three in the West. Mm. Um, I really don't feel comfortable picking a seed just because I, I'm just going to go with the two seed, assuming the Clippers are the one seed. But okay. I just don't know if the Clippers are going to go from eight seed to one seed despite adding Kawhi two amazing players. George. Just because I don't know how they're going to play together. Yeah, I still, don't, I still don't know if that's going to 
be as great as everyone thinks it is. To me, that's just... Um, where do they end up? Who beats them what round? Who beats the Clippers? No, who beats the Rockets? Oh, um, <laughs> nobody. If anything, they lose. Down, the, hold it down. If, any, if anything, they lose in the finals to the Bucks or the Sixers. That would be my freaking nightmare. The only two teams I root for meet each other in the finals, and it's probably their only chance for either team to win. Yeah, great. Yeah, and I'd definitely be pulling for the Rockets too, and I feel like they would lose. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, I don't know. I just have faith in my team, just because based on everything we've seen, the Rockets should be there. Uh, but like you said, being realistic and just assuming. Uh, what is it? Uh, planning for the or hoping for the best and planning for the worst. Mm-hmm. I think that's how the phrase goes. Yeah, uh, I could see us getting bounced in the first or second round, depending on seating. Yeah, um, maybe going as far as the conference finals again. But if we lose, you know, what's the point? Um, but based on paper in the past, I would like to think we can make it to the finals. Uh, based on the way the media covers us and how good the Lakers and Clippers have gotten on paper, we're yeah, playing we could, in the Euro League. Yeah, what we're not mean? even in. We're not even in the NBA. Compared, if we're if we're talking about the media, we're not even in this league. We're yeah. like playing college ball. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, yeah, James Harden. Yeah, did yeah. they televise that game? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> I mean, I've heard he's like second in MVP almost every year except probably for the year been, that he won it. But probably should have won it this year too. But whatever, <laughs> he should have. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of depressing to think that they don't cover us, which makes me think that we're not going to win because they don't cover us. And that'll be the thing. We'll win the championship, and then there'll be no coverage on it. Like, LeBron, LeBron will announce he's, like, gay or something. Like, just <laughs> blow up the world. And, like, the next day, like, our luck, like, it'll be something like that, and it'll be like, all right, great. So now we're going to get no attention. Like, watch. I bet it'll happen. I know. It probably will, but... <laughs> It looks like LeBron deleted the tweet where he welcomed everybody because I was trying to go to his Twitter to look that up just to confirm we didn't forget any names that mm. signed with them. Um, but yeah, we pretty much covered them all. All right. Uh, I want to make sure before we get out of here. But yeah, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Uh, kind of kind of out of order, but we got it all done. Um, honestly, w- okay, let me ask you this one. Uh, outside the Rockets, you know, what's your... Well, damn it, I guess that's too easy to say Lakers or Clippers. But what's your team to watch? What team are you most excited to watch? Or maybe what player or duo or trio are you most excited to watch? Just in terms of watching them play basketball. Just forget about wins and results and all of that. Until I know where Westbrook goes, I will say Zion. Okay. I'm most curious because I think he's got the biggest upside and the most potential to not be great. Okay. So that is the most exciting. Uh, if Westbrook tomorrow goes to the Heat, I'm going to be way more excited to see that because I just want to see. Yeah. I want him to succeed, and I want him to figure out his jump shot and like you know just working well with others and stuff like that. Okay. So I wish or I could... Kyrie, or I'm sorry, or the Nets, or the, or the Nets, Nets. I would say because I'm interested to see how Kyrie leads that team. I'm interested to see how both of them deal with injuries. Like that's that's what I would say. So if I had to pick one answer right now, I'm going with Zion. Okay. I wish I could do the same as you, because I violently agree with the Zion answer. I'm dying to see how the Pelicans are going to be. Uh, same with the Nets, like you said. Uh, if Westbrook goes to the Heat, um, I would pick them over the other two just to see how they do with Westbrook and Butler together, because I really like both of those players. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would be like my team to watch over the Nets and the Pelicans, if that happened. And then if not, uh, obviously the Lakers and the Clippers are such an easy pick just to see how all these new players work out. Um, 
But the other one that I've already forgot, so I guess I'm not that excited to watch it. The Mavericks. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the Mavericks. I am dying to see... Because uh, I love watching, I loved watching Doncic play, and to me, he's hopefully only going to get better. And I've been dying. I've always enjoyed watching Porzingis play, so I'm just waiting for him to come back. Hopefully, he comes back full force this year. The way they don't ever talk about him, but the way they do whenever I hear him mentioned, it almost sounds like he's still hurt. Mm, yeah, like they don't make it sound like he's going to come back preseason regular if he season. Comes back, yeah, when if and when, yeah, that's like, you know, weird. So it's like, how severe is this injury? But I mean, the Mavericks have signed him to a multi-year deal, so I'm assuming he's going to be good eventually. So I'm really interested to see how that duo works out uh, because I loved watching Doncic play, and even though I hate the Mavericks, I guess I really like that little team that they got. And so as long as they're not better than the Rockets, I'm dying to see how that's they all play. That matters. Yep. That's all that matters. So I'm dying to see how those two work out together. And I want the best for them, too, because I like them both. And hopefully Porzingis leaving the Knicks isn't a mistake. Mm-hmm. Any longer time that? Be great. <laughs> all right, girl. Any uh, final thoughts? Nah, man. Let's get out of here. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're like, commenting, and subscribing on YouTube. Hey, feel free to tweet at us. Let us know what you want <laughs> us to talk about. We might do it. So uh, for Reagan Horton, what did I say? What? you got to have to say it. I can't understand you. Oh, genders and pronouns, of course. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We're very gender fluid on the show. I almost I almost forgot my gender, so that's why uh, I didn't bother mentioning. I'm identifying as male today, by the way. So, yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit us on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Easily the worst half of basketball the tropics have played since Monix took over as coach. Yeah, it's a shit-fucking sandwich, dude. Oh, let's watch the F-bomb lose.